Eagle Brand Cigarettes, the mildest, smoothest brand of smoking tobacco in the land, brings you Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Yesterday, we were introduced to the alluring but dangerous Mistress Penumbra, who rules her urban empire without mercy or pity. After sending a gang of thugs to rob a charity ball held by our heroine, Barbara Wilson, the leader, career criminal Heath Rat Rathborn, was captured by Barbara in her guise and alter ego known to the underworld as the Femme Phantom. We'll find out more in a moment, but first... Eagle Brand Cigarettes wants to introduce you to the star of tonight's show. By permission of RJO Pictures, the lovely and talented star of A Night in Chicago, and this summer's widely anticipated romance, Lost for Time, Samantha Eubanks. Hello, everyone. I want to tell you what a joy it is to be working again in radio. The lights of Tinseltown shine bright on a life of glamour and excitement, but there's nothing I like better than sharing a microphone with great actors telling a great story here in Hidden Harbor as the heroic Barbara Wilson and the mysterious Femme Phantom. It's wonderful to have you, Samantha. And I'm thrilled that Eagle Cigarettes, the smoothest, most satisfying brand on the market, is our sponsor. While I don't smoke Eagle myself, I can tell you that my husband, RJO film star Rex Allen, enjoys them on the set of his latest picture and is sure to have a carton on hand wherever he's appearing. He appreciates the rich flavor that lacks the bitter afterbite of most cigarettes. I can sure tell the difference when I kiss him. It's the healthiest brand out there, too. So, ladies... Get your man to try the brand that's best, won't you? Eagle Cigarettes. Thank you, Samantha. And now, Eagle Brand Cigarettes takes you back to Hidden Harbor and joins our heroes in a secret chamber, interrogating the leader of a gang that tried to rob a charity ball less than an hour earlier. As they close in on answers, they learn, too late... That time is running out. <laughs> she told me if I didn't make it back by quarter till, I'd have one last drink on her. <coughs> Who? Oh, what is that smell? Cleaning fluid? Look at his mouth, he's bleeding. <laughs> that woman, such a sense of humor. <laughs> That's right. One more for my baby and... <coughs> One more for the... <laughs> Don't touch him. That's acid. I'm wondering how, Doc. Quite grotesque. Hydrochloric acid in the stomach. At least that is where it was concentrated. How did it get there? From what you told me, this man was informed that he had until 2.45 a.m before he met his fate. I imagine there was some sort of timed release in the form of some corroded membrane. Slowly, either from within, without, or both, the acid melted through the entire membrane and burned him alive from inside. The thing is, 
that it would take a skilled surgeon an hour to get in and remove something like that. Oh, Dr. Krieg, who would do such a thing? We're dealing with dark forces, my friends. I suspect anyone else in his gang still out there tonight is suffering the same horrific fate. I wonder if the other thugs in the gang had the same thing happen to them about now. Huh? I'm going to check the police radio and my contact at Metro Hospital. I doubt the others were informed of their condition. Twelve men with acidic time bombs inside them. A dozen surgeons would need to be ready the instant they returned. There was no margin for error. You're suggesting most of the men and women in that gang were sent on a suicide mission? Not suicide, my dear. They were murdered. They had no time to complete the mission. And I only know one or two surgeons in this city skilled enough to perform an emergency procedure like this, even if they knew what to look for. Whoever did this wanted to send a message. They waited until the most powerful and influential people in town were present, and showed them an adversary capable of sending an entire team of criminals to their deaths. Something big is about to happen in Hidden Harbor, and we have to stop it. But who sent them, boss? You said you couldn't read Rathborn. Why is that? I suspect his mind was clouded. He wasn't thinking. He was more a puppet. A voodoo zombie than a mastermind. He said, Mistress. Who is that? I've heard that term quite a few times, whispered between frightened men from different gangs in the city. I just checked the wireless. The police report others in the gang died the same way. Some look like they just dropped over in mid-run, with their insides boiling out into the street. Your friend here was likely told to give him incentive to succeed in the mission, and return with whatever they were after. These men would not have been able to hold whatever they were after for very long. Precisely. There must have been another group waiting near the museum. And I was too busy hobnobbing with the rich. I might have spotted it if I'd stayed out. That's the fatigue talking, boss. You really need rest. Welcome back, Miss Wilson. You can't hold that state forever. But it helps me think. The music of my spirit guides gives me access to different perspectives, ways of thinking about the mystery. Boss, I don't want to handle you, but there are other obligations bright and early, as in four hours from now. Before you unleash hell on the gangs of Hidden Harbor, perhaps you should recuperate. Let the boys poke around for a while for you. I agree. I didn't even realize I was still projecting my other self, and now... The same force that gives you power fuels your real body. It's like wearing a suit of armor all the time. It protects you, but it wears you down. You need rest, boss. Yes. We will know more in the morning, Miss Wilson. Yes. Thank you all. You were quick and decisive. You saved many lives tonight, including mine. Well done. You too, but Hey. And she's gone. She was standing right there. I was looking right at her. That, that will always be unnerving. Ever since she chose to patrol the streets with this new, fanciful identity of hers, 
I don't think she has slept at all. She doesn't really sleep. She meditates. I guess with everything else she does, it shouldn't shock me that she can recharge on an hour of meditation. She says she can reach out and sense what's going on in the city. It's how she plans her patrols. She's just lucky no one got lucky on her patrol and put a bullet through her. She can mess with people's heads, but a bullet just goes where it's fired. Well, that's why we have you and Dr. Krieg, Casper. I hope you can fix that. See you in a few hours. We follow our heroine rising along a circular staircase leading up the museum's disused clock tower, silently ascending three stories to a single locked door. Passing through, Barbara enters a bare room of stone and old wood with the musty smell of a storage attic, the cylindrical chamber where a once-grand clockwork told the hour for old uptown. Its single circular plane is now a window overlooking most of Hidden Harbor and the Atlantic Ocean beyond. The first signs of dawn singe the horizon as Barbara slides out of her formal dress and kneels on a small red carpet. Eyes closed, her mind tunes into the forces that grant her the power she wields. Forces bestowed upon her as a child when she unwittingly unlocked the mystery of an ancient song. Evoking the melody of that song in her mind takes Barbara out of her body, tapping into the source of her powers and summoning its unearthly composers. Spirits of light, I call upon you to restore me. Give me strength to continue my pursuit of those who've done evil in this city. To my home, grant me the wisdom to see into the hearts of my enemies so I may understand them and fight them. Barbara Wilson. Sensei. Master Fan Sun. Stepping from the nebulous mists of her memory, a small man approaches Barbara, his withered skin and bones steadied on a cane of bamboo. His ancient eyes peer at her through round spectacles. He smiles warmly, but his eyes betray a deep concern. Barbara, my dear, your strength does not flow from us, child. We are not a river that carries you on your journey. Your direction is contrary to the flow of worldly matters. You must care for yourself and fuel your journey against its current. But you and the composers of the song, they give me strength to do such amazing things. How could I possibly leap across rooftops or dance along wires without it? True, the powers you possess are not of your body, but the strength comes from within you. And so, too, your wisdom. You found us, the composers, by revealing our song. So must you work to find the answers you seek. Do you remember my gift to you? Of course, Sensei. You shared with me your artistry, your mastery of combat. No, child. I share with you my experience. 
one such as I could teach a child how to fight. But I shared with you each encounter, every bout, and every time I had to protect my life with my body. Even then, you were unable to mirror my abilities. Why is that, child? I felt like I'd spent a lifetime fighting, but my body was weak. It wasn't until I understood my own body and built up my endurance to strength that I could do what your gift showed me. Do you see now? Yes, Sensei. I believe I do. Good child. Follow the song. Follow it to the strength you require, and the wisdom will follow. As the old warrior steps backward into the mists, Barbara falls away, tumbling down through the ethereal void, emerging from the mist over a burning city. Barbara's heart pounds as her lungs fill with the smoke and ash of her ruined metropolis, the wrecked skyline recalling the fallen cities of Western Europe and the firestorms of Asia. Hills made from the blackened skeletons of residents rise across once prominent intersections of town. Only one building stands unblemished by this holocaust. The Al-Runay building in the center of town. As Barbara recognizes it, her body plunges to earth like a meteor, bursting with the energy of a small sun. What is the message behind the horrible vision of Hidden Harbor and what is foretold by Sensei Fan Sun? Sinister forces are afoot, carrying out a diabolical plot that could lead to disaster. What can Barbara Wilson do about the rising tide of blood in Hidden Harbor? Tune in tomorrow as we continue Hidden Harbor Mysteries. Hidden Harbor Mysteries Chapter 4 was written by Jay Smith and produced by Brian Lincoln, with Dave Robison as the narrator, Veronica Jaguer as Samantha Eubanks and Barbara Wilson, Rish Outfield as Krieg, Laura Nicole as Kat Sparrow, James Baxter Patton as Casper Dixon, and Pat Crane as Fan's son. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution No Derivatives 4.0 license. Closing music is Here We Go Again for the First Time by Juicy Melon Jim. This has been a Brian Lincoln production.